when COVID started, it was obvious to anybody who was looking at the raw figures that there was something a bit sus about the reports of death. One of the things that you have to be very careful of when looking at any reports and statistics, really about anything, is you have to do proper science and get back to the original figures. Most times when people do what they call fact-checking, what they do is they check a report against other reports from so-called authorised sources, but they don't go back to the original figures. Now, there are websites that have the statistics of COVID deaths and so on, and these figures didn't tally at all with what was being reported. Now, it was obvious that people were being reported as dying of COVID if, well, if they tested positive to COVID, they reported as dying of COVID even if they died of something else. But it was obvious also that people who had never been tested even were reported as dying of, of COVID. So there's two things here. One of the preeminent causes of death, this was before COVID, was miscellaneous upper respiratory tract infections. This was a large cause of death. And um, also flu was a large cause of death. Now, these went down to zero because all these deaths were attributed to COVID. What's more is there were reports of people dying in car crashes and things, and these... Um, because they had been tested positive, were reported as being COVID deaths. Now, this was all denied as being conspiracy theories and so on in the media. But uh, there was a very interesting report I saw. Um, and the report was about how COVID deaths in China were shooting up and the Chinese government were trying to downplay the deaths. Now, what the report said was that they changed their reporting figures. And this is a quote. It said, Only those who die directly of a respiratory failure are now considered to have died from COVID. Previously, as is the case across much of the world, people who died of an illness where they were infected with the virus were also counted as a COVID death. Now, what an admission. What they're admitting is that all these reports of people dying of COVID <clears throat> weren't actually people dying of COVID. They were died of, an, of, of anything. It says an illness, but actually went even further than that. <clears throat> because they had COVID. Now, if you would have said that two years ago, you'd have been dismissed as a conspiracy theorist. And now this is mainstream media that's reporting this. And this is the bizarre world we live in. You know, somebody said that being a conspiracy theorist meant that you were six months ahead of uh, what was going on in the world. Well, it seems to be less than six months nowadays. And it's odd that people don't pick up on this. That people mindlessly will follow sports and will follow some nonsense about, you know, Kardashians or whatever they're called, or, or some other nonsense. But they 
won't use any uh, intelligence or analysis on what they're being told. Now, there's a, there's a group, you know, called, called the skeptics, and these are associated with atheists. The two bear have a lot in common. And skeptics are skeptical of anything that doesn't fit into established science. Now, they're skeptical about things that don't fit into established science, but they're completely gullible when it comes to anything which is reported by science or by mainstream or so on. The world has got turned on its edge. Now, this is simply one example of the kind of misinformation that we've been meted out to us. It's obvious to anybody who follows the real news that there's an excess number of people, particularly sports people, who are dying um, suddenly of heart failure. Um, this is sort of intimated in the news where we see more emphasis on heart disease and so on. But any attempt to attribute this to vaccinations, of course, is met with uh, conspiracy, the conspiracy theory wall, you know, from the um, mainstream media. If you look at something like Snopes, which is supposedly a fact-checking uh, website, it would tell you that these uh, sudden deaths have been looked into by Pfizer and have been found to be not attributed to the, to the vaccine. Now, can you imagine anything more absurd than getting or trusting Pfizer to pass on the correct information about that? But this is a ridiculous state we've got to. People think that fact, so-called fact-checking is the way to go, but fact-checking is not really checking the information for validity, it's simply checking one source against another source, and you say this other source must be you know, a mainstream source and therefore must be correct. Um, it's, it's just nonsense. Now, when you listen to the mainstream media about any of these things, one argument comes across which is that we should trust the science because the scientists know what they're talking about and common sense so they say can be completely opposite to what the science says so at the moment parts of the USA are going through a massive cold spell unheralded and we are told that this is part of global warming and they say oh well because there's warming this uh, there's increased perturbation in the uh, the currents and this makes it they get more extreme of heat and cold and so on so the fact they're getting extreme cold means actually there's more it's, it's, it's nonsense there is no evidence of global warming and many climate scientists will say that now the problem we have is that there's a huge economic impetus to to attribute things to global warming. News sites are given money to employ reporters who will report on global warming. If you wanted to do a report, uh, an investigation into why there's a decrease, let's say, of the Tasmanian devil, uh, you'd be hard put to get funds. But if you wanted to look at the effect of uh, global warming on the Tasmanian wildlife, you ought to have people falling over themselves to give you money. So, of course, what you're going to do is say, yes, it's attributed, you know, the changes in Tasmanian wildlife are attributed to global warming. There's huge money there. This idea that science is objective and these people are intelligent and know what they're doing 
and are uncorruptible is absolute crap. I, I know, I've said this many times before, and it's not just arrogance, that I know more about science in terms of the philosophy of science and how science works than most scientists do. Most scientists are not trained in that, certainly doctors are, uh, into what science really is. And because they don't really know what it is, they don't understand the constraints that they, to which they're working. And people will listen, and people, the general public knows nothing about this. And as soon as somebody puts a scientific hat on and tells you something, people will just swallow it, even if what they're talking about is way, way outside the field of expertise. And if we look at the COVID deaths, we can see that doesn't match up. If we look at uh, deaths attributed to uh, heart disease uh, and what they're attributed or not attributed to vaccines, we can see there's something fishy going on there. If we look at global warming, we can see there's something fishy going on there. If you look at so-called rising sea levels, now one of the things about global warming and the rising sea levels is that if you go back 20 or 30 years, we should all be dead by now and there shouldn't be any snowstorms around at all. You know, clairvoyants have got a much better track record in general than these so-called scientists have. They're way, way out. Um, because what they're saying is nonsense. It's scare tactics. And it's an interesting thing that there's a whole generation that's got so caught up in this that they, they swallow it. And, uh, you know, there were people out um, putting glue on their hands, you know, onto the highway in order to stop cars. Um, because they wanted to make a protest against uh, oil companies, as if oil companies somehow are causing global warming, which is all going to kill us. Now, they've got no evidence for that. They just do that because they're scared by what they're told. Now, a couple of years ago, when they, um, uh, there was a rumour going around that in the um, CERN, the uh, nuclear... Um, tunnel in Switzerland where they collide particles that they had created a, a black hole and I saw a report and I think it was on Reddit of a girl who uh, committed suicide because she was so afraid of this black hole swallowing her up now Reddit is a hotbed of ridiculousness it's aimed at what's my users seem to be um, blokes in American universities, you know, who are not particularly intelligent um, and have very little idea about anything um, except following current trends in, in you know, so-called scientific thinking. But every one of the comments, and I went through them, was to say this is, that uh, uh, was on the, the, the basis of saying, this is what happens when there's bad science reporting because there was no evidence of black holes and so on and so on and so on. Isn't it terrible that uh, newspapers get hold of this and they report the wrong thing and, and, and so on? Now, this is ridiculous. It was nothing to do with the report on um, uh, bad, bad reporting. I mean, it was bad reporting, but that wasn't what caused the problem. Some girl had taken this and decided to commit suicide. Now, let's say that she had committed suicide or, or that somebody committed suicide because they're afraid of an asteroid hitting the Earth. Now, the report might be perfectly accurate. But there's obviously a mental problem if you're committing suicide about these things. 
And in fact, probably people do commit suicide because they're afraid of asteroids hitting the Earth or nuclear bombs going off or, or global warming or anything else. And it doesn't get reported. Or if it does, it gets reported as a scare tactic, tactic to say, isn't this how bad global warming is? No, it's a mental health problem. Nobody on Reddit actually picked it up. And when these people, you know, glue their hands to the highway because they're afraid of global warming, they're actually suffering from a mental delusion. Uh, but these, you know, the lunatics are running the asylum. So nobody sees this as a mental delusion. It's seen as concerned citizens. It's absolute nonsense. You can get yourself worked up over anything if you choose to. Feminists get themselves worked up over, you know, so-called male oppression or, you know, people get worked up, not, not just blacks, but anybody gets themselves worked up over so-called racism or sexism or, or anything else. You can take anything you want and turn it into a cause, turn it into something to get worked up about. It's not rational. But this irrationality is actually cultivated in the press. So instead of standing out and saying, this is delusional, people are encouraged in their delusions. It's like, you know, in the, the 13th century, people used to get visions and so on. Now, nowadays, you might say they're, they're mad. In the 13th century, these things were encouraged very often. You know, and if you saw certain... Um, you know, apparitions and so on, you were considered to be saintly. I think later on, certain other apparitions, and you were considered to be a witch and you were put to death. It's just the way that, you know, the trend goes. And um, this is how these trends or fashions really um, change. And it is just a fashion. But the fashion at the moment, and it's quite a, a devious one, is towards encouraging... Um, certain things, you know, people want to get worked up about sex change or so-called sex change, gender reassignment, um, fantasies about, you know, wearing um, clothes or acting like a woman if you're a man and even to the point where they've redefined what a woman is or the Oxford Dictionary has. And um, you can get worked up over anything and nobody seems to have the, nobody in any power has the intelligence to step back and say, look, this is all wrong. Um, anybody who would say that has been quickly shoved out. So how do we protect ourselves? How do we stand back from this? And, and the way to do it is to apply your own sense of reasoning, your own judgment to this. Now, I've said before that one of the problems that people have is people suffer from fixed thinking. And if they hear something, they put it into a category of I agree or I disagree. Either agrees with the way you look at the world or you disagree with the way you look at the world. If you agree with how you look at the world, you accept it. If it disagrees with how you look at the world, you reject it. And because of this, people don't change their opinions. They don't change their ideas because they only accept what, what fits in with their current thinking. So... The way to do it is to encourage a certain amount of cognitive dissonance, to allow things to sit in your mind that you'd otherwise disagree with, um, and let them sit there and say, well, is it really a dis Does it really disagree? Maybe there's something in this, and so on. 
Um, of course, if you do this with certain ideas nowadays, you'd be accused of being, you know, a conspiracy theorist and people run away from this almost like it's the plague. We mustn't accept these ideas. We have, have to reject them to the point where um, they will encourage, you know, I've sort of seen people come off Twitter because Twitter's going to stop rejecting, new, you know, certain kinds of news items as if they're, they're afraid of seeing this stuff. There's a fear. We have to open our minds to possibilities and look at these possibilities in a rational way. Does this make sense? You know, and if you look at global warming in this rational way, and go back to what they were saying about global warming 20 years ago, you can see that none of these prophecies are come true. None of them. We're not. Um, you know, these islands that, that were supposed to have been submerged by now are still going strong. If you look at the land mass, you know, on satellite imagery, the, the islands are exactly the same, the same uh, size. And I've said many times, if there was a sea, rising sea level then causeways would be submerged under because often they're just at sea level and they go, they're submerged in high tides and they, they show themselves, they get revealed in low tides. So if the sea level was going up, these causeways would have been submerged. But they're not. Common sense, again, would show that this is just not happening. Um, but if you question this, you're not you're not given alternative figures. Nobody comes back and says, "Oh no, you know the figures are this." They say, "Oh yes, but scientists have looked at this and they've said that this is true," and so on. All the figures of um, sea level rising and global warming are actually uh, doctored, and, and they admit this. I mean, like all these things, if you read the fine print, they will admit it, and they will say, "Oh, these figures have been um, uh, been." readjusted to represent this and this and this these readjustments that they put down as sort of statistical necessity are actually manipulations in order to show what they want most of the theories about global warming go back to uh, modeling you know now with a quick computer model this is another thing most people think oh these computers are predicting this they must be right no a computer model only tells you what the computer modeler, who's the programmer, has decided to, to say. Uh, you know, they set up parameters, and these parameters will come up with a certain result. You change the parameters, it comes up with another result. They cook the books in order to show what they want to show. And yet people swallow this because they're told it's science. There is a fear of questioning this. It's almost like if we open the floodgates to questioning things... Where does it stop? We have to have some, you know, some stakes in the ground. Otherwise, we're, we're lost. We have to think about everything. Well, to a certain extent, there's some truth in that. Um, you know, if, uh, you know, if people hang on to their ideology, they hang on to their beliefs, it gives them some foundation. Um, and yet, the results of questioning things the opening of the mindset is wonderful um, you just have to do it you have to take that step you have to jump into the abyss as it were you know because your your foundation of your beliefs may be taken away 
it's not a bad thing, but it can be daunting. And this is why people hang on to ridiculous belief systems. And this is true of atheist skeptics and also most religious people who hang on to religion simply as a dogma. listening you can email me phil at graham.net you can look at my website philip with one l dot graham.net graham is b-r-a-h-a-m and if you send an email put podcast in the subject so it doesn't get lost I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that.